Good morning. I'm London Mitchell. My wife and I enjoy travel by train, so it's good news for us that federal officials are about to finalize a very aggressive expansion plan for Amtrak, setting aside some $66 billion in new funding for the project. But an article this week in the Cleveland Plain Dealer points out that Ohio has not submitted its own plan or a request for any of that federal money. On Towpath Radio, we are staying in contact, discussing quality of life issues, and one person that believes our quality of life would be greatly enhanced with access to wider options for passenger trains is Stu Nicholson, the executive director of All Aboard Ohio. And we are the only statewide um, advocacy group uh, for passenger rail and um, improved public local public transit. Um, we've been around for a little while. Uh, you know, we were. We, you know, we uh, our organization will actually uh, celebrate its 50th year next year. Um, now, I haven't been a part of it all that time, but you know, but uh, we uh, we've been around a bit, and we've we've been out there fighting for uh, passenger rail uh, for uh, all that all that time. Um, and yeah, we've, we've had our, we've had our share of victories, albeit, you know, relatively small ones, but, uh, this, this year, I think, uh, what's going on with Amtrak's expansions for, uh, planned expansions of service for Ohio, this is probably the most important year in this organization's, uh, existence. The story that was in the, uh, the plane dealer. Uh, this past week, that Ohio is yeah. not stepping up to uh, to seek those those federal dollars or to work uh, on Amtrak expansion. Ideally, we'd love to see Governor DeWine um, issue an executive order to the Ohio Department of Transportation and the Ohio Rail Development Commission to engage uh, with with the uh, the federal government and with Amtrak uh, on you know and get get the uh, get this process started. But, you know, that's that's not going to happen today or even tomorrow. Uh, but we do believe it is going to happen at some point. Um, I, I, I don't recall a time where there has ever been this much support for um, you know, for upgrading passenger rail in the state of Ohio, for creating finally uh, a passenger rail link between Cleveland, Columbus, Dayton, and Cincinnati, as well as all of the other uh, expansions, which of course affect Toledo as well, and as well as the rest of Northwest Ohio. So uh, you know, this is uh, this is a uh, an important moment for us. And I'm sitting near a railroad track right now as we speak, and there is a train about to go by. So you might hear a little noise here that in the background so oh how appropriate huh (laughs) i think we've got a lot of reason to be optimistic you know i mean we've we've had a we've had an incredibly high level of editorial support um you know from from various uh uh major newspapers in ohio we've had a lot of important uh, op-ed pieces that have been written about this around the state um we're certainly getting a lot of media coverage, uh, and and it's interesting. The tone of the media coverage right now seems to be, um, you know, very positive. Uh, you know, I mean, albeit 
you know, talking about concerns about whether or not the state, the state of Ohio is going to, you know, get on board, no pun intended. Um, you know, I, you know, I, I think there's reason to be optimistic. You know, they, you know, people are making noise about this and we're starting to even see some support from uh, some Republican members of the General Assembly. I think no, most notably in your area, uh, Representative Shiraz Gunbari, uh, they're starting to get it. And I think the reason is that they're understanding that this isn't just putting a passenger train on the on the tracks. This is this has also an immediate impact on economic development, on workforce development, uh, you know, attracting new uh, employers to Ohio, uh, you know, and, and having a full-throated transportation system, which Ohio really doesn't have right now. But having one of those, you know, puts Ohio in an even stronger position. And I think the fact that, uh, I think the fact that, that we've seen Intel Corporation announce uh, their plans to uh, come into Ohio to build near the Columbus area, uh, a major facility, 20,000 jobs uh, estimated. Uh, I think that's an indication that we need to have a much better system of moving people around the state because it's, you know, the, the immediate problem they're facing in the, in uh the Columbus suburb of New Albany is where are all those cars going to go? You know, if, you know, are we going to force people to drive to and from work at that, at, at, at that new Intel facility? You know, our position is we have to really diversify our transportation system and not just passenger rail, but also local public transit uh, to, to be able to move a workforce to and from their jobs. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's about a lot more than just, you know, being able to take a train ride to go see, go see a ball game in Cleveland, uh, you know, or, you know, or, a, or a hockey game here in Columbus or something like that. Uh, this is about moving people to jobs, to education, to healthcare when they need it, as well as just the average, you know, I mean, business travel, things like that. Uh, I think the, the the expansion that uh, that Amtrak is planning for Ohio uh, really uh, makes it possible uh, to do business travel because um, you know, the level of service will be such that you can do same day travel between points um, and actually get on a train in the daytime instead of at zero dark thirty hours. My guest is the executive director of All Aboard Ohio, Stu Nicholson. I'm thinking many, many people, when discussing passenger railroad trains, think of it only in terms of nostalgia. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and, and you know, all you have to do, you don't even have to travel to Europe to see that this is not about a nostalgia. All you have to do is go a few miles north of where you are in northwest Ohio, uh, up into Michigan, and you can see 110-mile-an-hour trains running between Detroit and Chicago. Um, and this is used a lot by not only discretionary travelers, but business travelers. And there's tremendous economic development that has taken place around the station stops. Um, you know, everything from, from coffee shops and dry cleaners up to, uh, mixed use, mixed use office and residential developments. Uh, you know, I mean, we're seeing that every place that good quality passenger rail exists. 
um, you know, the, the development, the development and economic, both economic and, and real estate development follows that um, and, and usually follows it pretty strongly. So, you know, I mean, if you if you and, and the other thing that that is very telling is that we have an entire generation, several generations now of of young people um, from Gen X on down. Uh, that that are basically saying, I don't want to have the expense of driving a car and owning a car or leasing a car. You know, I want to be able to have options so I can get around. So I want to live in a place that has a very rich environment when it comes to transportation options. Um, I want to be able to, you know, get on a train and go to another city uh, or or have good public transit and be able to get around and you know and 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 get to and from my job get to and from uh school you know that that sort of thing so i think the i think the atmosphere has changed a lot this is this is you know from from my standpoint and i've and i love trains i admit it i'm a i'm a total rail geek when it when it comes to you know when it comes to trains uh, i'll sit by the tracks and take pictures you know do that sort of thing but, you know, but it is never for me as an advocate, it has never been about nostalgia. You know, if it was about nostalgia, then I'd be advocating for bringing back steam locomotives. Um, you know, so, you know, this is this is a, this is about becoming a more mobile society, um, you know, and 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 making sure that 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 as we develop, you know, you know, more jobs and, you know, better education, things like that, that we have a transportation system that can connect all of that. Um, you know, this is, this is very much a legacy issue for me. Um, you know, I'm, I've been around and I've been doing this for most of my, most of my adult life, even as a, even as a, as a former journalist. Um, but I've got two daughters and I've got a granddaughter and, and I, I really sincerely want to leave them a better world you know, than when I first, you know, came into the world myself. Um, you know, it, it, you know, it is very important. I really sincerely want to see the day or at least realize that there will be a day that my granddaughter, who's now 13 years old, uh, will be able to get on board a train here in downtown Columbus and say to people, my grandfather had something to do with this. You know, this, this is important for me. Um, and, you know, on, a, on the most personal of levels. So, but, but it, this is about anything but nostalgia at this point. You know, I, like I say, I, I you know, I, I want to see modern fast trains. I mean, the trains that Amtrak is talking about, you know, uh, initially will, you know, will be competitive with highway driving, but, but the, the intent of what Amtrak is doing is also to set the stage, so to speak, for you know for more and even faster trains like i say you can go up to michigan right now and ride on a train doing 110 miles an hour um that's that's more than competitive with highway speeds uh, and they and they have tremendous ridership um even in corridors where they don't quite have 110 mile an hour speed maybe they're up to you know 65 to 79 miles per hour you know those are all doing well as, as, as well. I think the best example of that is the down Easter between uh, Boston, Massachusetts and, and Maine uh, up in the Maine to Portland and, and Brunswick, Maine. Um, 
they're running typically running trains at about you know 65 to 70 miles an hour in places but their ridership is is tremendous i mean they're getting ready to add a sixth a sixth train frequency on that route and that's you know who'd ever thought that there would be an, an appeal for train service between boston and the coastal cities of maine but it's worked out very well that's what gives me a lot of hope that we'll see it work out even better here in ohio a lot for us to think about i'm london mitchell my guest this morning Stu Nicholson, Executive Director of All Aboard Ohio. How can we get more information about the feasibility of expanding passenger rail or more information about All Aboard Ohio? We have we have uh, our own website, which we've just actually redone our web, a brand new website with uh, and kind of rebranded ourselves. It's at allaboardohio.org. Uh, you know, all aboard Ohio is all one word than dot org. So all aboard Ohio.org is our webpage. Uh, that's got all the information that people will need about if they want to join or if they want to donate to all aboard Ohio and, you know, and, and help support our advocacy. Um, we also have links to, uh, things like, you know, uh, Amtrak's, uh, website and and uh, and and a lot of other information on on passenger rail uh, on a national level. Our counter our counterpart to All Aboard Ohio is an org- organization called the Railroad Passengers Association, um, and you know people can Google that and 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 uh, you can you know it's also a joinable organization. And, uh, you know, so we're out there. We're also on, so- on social media. Yeah, All Aboard Ohio has, we've got a Facebook page. We've got a page on Twitter. We've got a page on LinkedIn. Um, I believe we have a presence on Instagram, but I honestly, I'm, I'm so overloaded with social media. I haven't even checked that one lately, to be honest. Uh, but, but we're out there. I mean, we're not, we are not hard to find um for you know and and uh you know and and like i say it's it's uh uh you know we are a membership we are a membership supported organization um a 501c3 uh and uh which means we're we're a a a legitimate nonprofit in the eyes of the of the internal revenue service um but uh but we are member supported um, and donation supported. So uh, people can join or they can donate by going to allaboardohio.org. Um, and, and we've got new links on there for anybody that wants information. The site also t- can tell you all about All Aboard. Uh, and uh, how's that for alliteration? Not bad. The website address again is allaboardohio.org, and that's our program for this week. Please post comments about this show or ideas for future programs at my website, londonmitchell.news. And please join us again next week at the same time when we will again be staying in contact on Towpath Radio.